0: Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this Friday, January the 8th. We celebrate the last, um, well, weekday, anyway, of uh, of the Christmas season. Continues, obviously, tomorrow. We just won't uh, break open the scripture together tomorrow on Saturday. Uh, and then we end the Christmas season this weekend on Sunday with the baptism of the Lord. But uh, uh, it's just... Um, such a beautiful season. So let's let's make sure we just embrace uh, again in a special way the God's great love for us in the incarnation and in this uniting of heaven and earth and all of creation, uh, and and in the person of Jesus Christ. How marvelous that is! Uh, and then we go back Monday to ordinary time, only for about five weeks or so until we uh, hit Lent, which is amazing to begin talking about that already. But uh, uh, we still celebrate Christmas today. And so going to go back to uh, the first reading today. Both readings are, are really wonderful. Uh, but I uh, thought I would do first uh, John. So a uh, little bit, uh, I believe when I read First John uh, two days ago it was first John uh, 4. Uh, we're in First John 5 now. So first John 5 uh, verses 5 to 13. So a little bit longer. And as John is wont to do, kind of repeats himself quite a bit. But 1 John 5, 5 to 13. Let's break open uh, this word today. We're reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, who indeed is the victor over the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? This is the one who came through water and blood, Jesus Christ, Not by water alone, but by water and blood. The Spirit is the one who testifies, and the Spirit is truth. So there are three who testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood, and the three are of one accord. If we accept human testimony, the testimony of God is surely greater. Now the testimony of God is this, that he has testified on behalf of his Son Whoever believes in the Son of God has this testimony within himself. Whoever does not believe God has made him a liar by not believing the testimony God has given about his Son. And this is the testimony. God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever possesses the Son has life. Whoever does not possess the Son of God does not have life. I write these things to you so that you may know that you have eternal life. You who believe in the name of the Son of God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Isn't that so good? I mean, it's so deep. And yes, he he goes back and forth and he's... Uses the same word 18 times, testimony and testify and, and, and water and blood. And it's like, I mean, it's some heavy, deep stuff. We're, we're treading through here. You know, I hope you have your boots on. Um, and, and, but it's so good. It's so good. A couple of things I just want to pull out. Again, there, there, there's too much here and, and, and you know, it it's, doesn't give us the time. But I want to start with the first line because I, I just love it beloved. So he's talking to you and I. Uh, this That's so great, right? Beloved. Beloved. Remember who you are, right? Uh, it goes back to yesterday's conversation, Jesus coming up out of the waters uh, or in prayer. You are the beloved one in whom I'm well pleased. Beloved. Who indeed is the victor over the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Who indeed is the victor over the world but the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Well, hold on here for a second. Let's be honest. How did Jesus claim victory over the world? Because it sure doesn't look like it from an outside perspective, right? Let's be honest about that. Jesus lived a life um where he was a mendicant he was uh he he was not settled he traveled from place to place he lived on the generosity of mary magdalene and uh joanna and uh, other women like him uh and it was because of their work that he could do what he did he was reliant um he never uh, married, raised a family, never held a, a position. Uh, he died naked um, on a cross uh, as a criminal uh, and was placed in a pauper's grave. Brothers and sisters, how is that victory? Over the world. How is that being victor? You know, a, the cynic would say, well, it's not. You know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, this is showing my age, of course. And my, uh, <laughs> well, showing my age, let's just leave it at that. But uh, in a song by Concrete Blonde called Tomorrow Wendy, uh, they give the view of the world. Well, he wasn't a victor. What does the lyric say? It says, don't count on any second coming. God got his ass kicked the first time. That's what we're talking about here. That's how the world would view Jesus. He's not coming back. Why would he do that? He's not coming out for round two because he got his ass kicked. He was put on the mat the first time. <laughs> but here's the deal. Here's the deal. And you and I get to choose whether we believe it or not. That's all of what John is talking about here. It's all of what he's talking about. It's so good. Now this is the testimony of God. Cause it talks about, you know how, Oh, listen, God's testimony is greater. and God testified on behalf of his son. Whoever believes in him has this testimony, yada, 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 yada. And this is the testimony that God gave us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Whoever possesses the Son has life. Whoever does not possess the Son, they don't have it. That's it, brothers and sisters. What's the testimony? Not only is life, okay? Yeah, if we measure success by money. He didn't didn't have it. If we measure success by uh, position... Rank, he didn't have it. If we uh, measure, uh, uh, you know, success as um, uh, progeny, he didn't have it. If we measure success by not being overtaken by the culture of the day and bowing before it, and bowing before nothing, nothing other than his father, whom he knew in an intimate way. He knew he was the beloved one, and that's all he needed to know. Brothers and sisters, if that's how we measure success, he was the most successful man that ever lived. But even that's not it, because this is the testimony that God gave us eternal life because the Son has it. Because the Son has it. The testimony of God is on Easter Sunday when God raised Christ from the dead and said, this one cannot stay in the grave because this one is greater than death. This one is larger than death. This one has victory over death because death can't touch him. It cannot hold him because he was greater than it. It's on Easter Sunday, brothers and sisters, Holy Saturday at the Easter Vigil, which is the best Mass all year. And if you've never been to one, go to one. But it's on Easter Vigil, and, and it's long. Just know, just know. Go in there knowing it's long, but it's the best. No symbols are better. Uh, when we come in in the darkness, and there's only one light, and it's the Easter candle that we bless and incense, and we sing a song about it for seven or eight minutes. But all the darkness in the world couldn't put out that light, which is Christ. And you know what? That light lives in you and I, if we believe in the Son of God. That's what he's saying. Whoever possesses the Son has life, not because of us, but because that Son lives in us. Why? Because we were baptized into that Son, baptized into that light, and we die to ourselves. That's how we have victory over the world. That's what it's talking about in the the beloved indeed is who indeed is the victor over the world, but the one who believes that Jesus is the son of God. We have victory over the world because we put our own agenda aside and we don't allow the culture of the day and its agenda to control us. Goodness sakes, we saw what happened this week at the Capitol. We saw what's going on in the world. Brothers and sisters, if we let that consume us, the world wins. But we have victory over the world because we are focused on one thing and one thing only, and that is Jesus Christ and the reign of God in the world. We come through it in the same way he did, with the help of the Spirit, but in water and the blood. Remember when he was, he was uh, uh, pierced at his side and what came out was blood and water, blood and water flowed? What does that symbolize, brothers and sisters? It symbolizes our baptism. And it symbolizes the Eucharist, the blood of Christ. We come through our baptism. And brothers and sisters, baptism is about death. Don't just think it's about eternal life. It's about death. Let's, let's make no bones about it. If it happened to Christ, it's going to happen to us because we are baptized into it. It is about death. And I, I love that quote, and I've quoted it many times. Forgive me for going back. But but Francis says it and and, and said it right. Those who are able to uh, manage the first death have nothing to fear in the second. Those who are able to die to themselves, die to the world, die to the reputation that they need, those who are able to handle all that stuff, those deaths, you don't have to worry at all about the second death. Why? Because of exactly what John is saying here. Because we already possess eternal life. I write these things to you. This is the last line. The last thing I'll say. I write these things to you so you may know, know. Not guess, not hope. May, remember, he said, perfect love casts out fear, that you may know that you have eternal life. And that doesn't just start then in the second death. It starts now when we know Jesus Christ and we die to all those things that keep us from it because that life, that eternal life meets us here. It's all part of the incarnation. It's perfect to end our Christmas season. Because God doesn't say distant, he imbues himself within us now and we, are, we meet that eternal life here. Ah, oh, it's so good. It's so good. By virtue of the Incarnation, all things are sacred for those who have eyes to see. I started the Christmas season with that, I'll end it, tell hardshade Desjardins. Because God comes to us. It is so good, brothers and sisters. We have victory over the world only in Christ. God brings testimony to it because He raised Him uh, and uh, and raises us. And He invites us into that same pattern, blood and water, blood and water, death, death. That's what blood is, right? Water, that new birth, the ambiotic stuff, fluid. Um but it it invites us into new life in Christ now. Let's pray. Let's bring our intentions again uh, and just place them uh, in the arms of the one who we know will bring them to her son and uh, who hears us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. The fifth sorrowful mystery, Jesus dies. Jesus dies on the cross. My friends, thank you for being with me today and breaking open God's word. One last time, I wish you a very Merry Christmas.